This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family owned and operated, a no pressure, laid back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast, presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give it up! Stevens back deep for the Razorbacks. Bryce Stevens standing at his own 27. Burnham, oh. bad snap! Falls on the ground, inside the five. Burnham's going to fall on it at the three. A bad snap, and Arkansas is going to have it first and goal to go. They lose 24 yards on an errant snap, and the Razorbacks are going to have it first and goal to go. Jefferson gives it to Sanders straight ahead, fighting for the goal line. Touchdown, Arkansas. A late signal. Rocket goes in from three yards out. It's 28-23. to 23. Man, I thought the Razorbacks were going to get him right there. They had all the momentum. Even when they missed the two-point conversion, Arkansas had all the momentum. They had owned the third quarter. And the Razorbacks, for one of the few times, really, seemed to have Alabama on their heels a little bit. Didn't work out that way. We all know what happened in the fourth quarter. Alabama pulled away. Hogs are 3-2. and two. Now they've got to go play Mississippi State. I know people are disappointed over what happened this weekend. I get it. People had their hopes up and thought this might be the year. You know, I can, I can cite all kinds of analysis for this ballgame. You can go up and down the stat sheet, but here's the bottom line. Alabama was just better. Across the board, Alabama has better players. They are still, I think, the best team in the country, even after what we saw over the weekend, or maybe especially because of what we saw over the weekend. I think Alabama is the best team in the country. We may look back at the end of this season and say we scored 23 unanswered points against the national champions. I know that's not much consolation today. It is a Monday. We're looking back on Saturday. We're looking ahead to the new week, and we're glad you're with us on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. And we're especially glad that, as always, we are presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. One of the things I really like about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, is their training program. It's the best in the business, and that's going to serve you well when it comes time to buy or sell your home. Real estate transactions are important. 
There's a lot of money on the table. You want someone that understands the business representing you. Someone who can get you from contract to close. That's what a real estate professional does. And that's what they have at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. They've got an office in Fayetteville. There's another one in Springdale. There's one in Bentonville. They're in Fort Smith, and now they're in Branson, Missouri. You're going to see their yellow signs all over town. And you can log on to WeikerGriffin.com. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in Pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $150,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five-player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code HTL at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. Biggest play of the game. This one's not hard to figure out. Arkansas within five, Bama third and 14, and it just didn't work out the Razorbacks' way. Milrow wants to throw. Here comes the pressure. Now he's going to run. Milrow's got a first down across the 35 and the 40. Somebody's got to get him. He's at midfield to the 40, outside the numbers at the 30, to the 20, to the 10, and they push him out of bounds inside the 5. It was huge. I mean, they were they were down, I think, inside the 20 and 28-23 game, and, and uh, he went 77. And then uh, they scored a couple plays later and and uh, got it back up to a 12-point game, and, and uh, we didn't answer. Milrow's got a lot of speed, and, I mean, he's not the only one. We saw Jameer Gibbs bust off a couple in the fourth quarter. Alabama's offensive line, I thought, really exerted their dominance over the final 15 minutes of the ball game, and they end up pulling away, winning the game, and they've moved to number one as a result of that and as a result of Georgia's struggles in their win over Missouri. The Hogs have got a lot of things to improve on. No breaking news there. Mississippi State's coming up Saturday down in Starkville. Mississippi State dismantled Texas A&M on Saturday at Davis Wade Stadium. So Arkansas is going to have a tall task if they're going to avoid their third straight loss. All right, new week. We're going to break down this past Saturday. We're going to look ahead to the next few days. Clay Henry is here, and we're going to talk Razorbacks right now. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. Clay Henry. I alluded to at the start of the podcast a moment ago, sometimes the other guys are just better. And, and that's just the thing that I came away from the ball game yesterday thinking Alabama is just better than Arkansas. Chuck, I always watch the teams warm up and kind of go through. In fact, I sit with my wife a little bit pregame. It's like, all right, okay, would you trade 
the guy in red for that guy in white? She said, yes. And we went through the roster and we would have traded a lot of players, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, they're still as good as advertised, I think, along the lines of scrimmage. I mean, the skill players have changed. And maybe some of the names along the lines of scrimmage have changed. But year after year, almost decade after decade, it seems now, all those guys up front look and play exactly the same. Well, the the running back that had the two long runs in the fourth quarter uh, was one of the best players in the ACC last year, and that's that's not chopped liver. I mean, he's he's the real deal. He will play in the NFL, uh, and uh, he 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 was not going to be caught, uh, and they they swallowed up Arkansas's linebackers on that play. I. I went through Arkansas's defensive tackle chart. This is about three or four weeks ago. Um, And when you look at the production that they lost on the defensive side of the ball and the experience that they lost and guys that had played an awful lot of football. In fact, I watched Greg Brooks and Joe Fouché make plays for LSU last night. And those guys were big time productive players for this Arkansas defense. And you just go through the defensive front and, um, and then you look at the tackle chart for this year and you see Drew Sanders, Bumper Poole, and Simeon Blair. And then it really drops off. And I mean really drops off. And you want to get guys to the ball and you, you want to have multiple guys that have assists, not just solo tackles and the tackle charts. And I looked at Alabama's numbers. They had 90 different tackles. And I don't mean 90 players, but they had, this is Arkansas stat crew. This isn't padded stats from the Alabama crew that they had, uh, you know, a, a guy that was making the uh, tackle and then two more of the guys to get an assist. And that's how you stop the running game is that you get more than one guy to the ball so far this season, Arkansas isn't doing that. And so they've got to get more guys off the ball and they've got to, you know, they've got to fly the football and that's their concept. I just don't see it happening yet. You know, there are a lot of different areas to dissect and, and there's really, you know, when you lose like that to a team like that, generally you get, you know, you get beaten in a lot of areas. Um, I do wonder about, you know, as you begin to look ahead and you think about this defense and, what might be in store for them, like even this coming week at Mississippi State, um, you know, they're down some men in the secondary. The pass rush has dropped off a little bit. And um, it seems like right now they're kind of struggling to get their feet underneath them again. Yeah, it's called SEC football, isn't it, Chuck? <laughs> it's just, you know, you, you get into this the, this week. But I will say that the matchups change from week to week. And – uh, Mississippi State's uh, offensive tackles have been uh, – some weeks they've been okay and some weeks they haven't. So you're going to get some matchups on the outside where, you know, maybe you can maybe you can uh, move that quarterback off the mark a little bit. They're going to be tested uh, outside as far as their linebackers being able to get wide and, and get those flare backs because they, they like to dump it down if your coverage is, is good. Um but yeah, you know they they need Miles Slusher 100. percent That that you know that didn't happen yesterday. Uh, that those are you know they, you got to have your best players play play good. And 
the the passing game has to improve a little bit. But that, you know, there, there's not just one area, Chuck. And I think Alabama exposed them in a lot of areas, like you say. Uh, but Mississippi State's not Alabama, and and um, now that's not to say they're going to rip off, you know, seven or eight wins in a row here. That there there's going to be some some you know some ups and downs to the rest of the season. And I I thought that was where they were going to be all along, and I I worried about the number of you know productive defensive players they lost. And when you think about Hayden Henry and and Grant Morgan, that's that's a lot of production. So they uh, and they're they're not able to rest these two linebackers, and you know maybe they wore down a little bit in the in the fourth quarter. Chuck Sam Pittman seemed to talk to his team a long time after the game last night. He talked on the coaches' show when we taped it about how you know they lost three in a row last year. Still ended up having a really good year. Now, obviously, they're not three in a row yet, and I don't mean to suggest they will, but it seemed like maybe after the game last night, he was still reminding his team who they played, um, that the Razorbacks were still good, and they had an opportunity to win a lot of games in front of them still. Yeah, it's it's really strange the way that game played out, Chuck. And, you know, I thought that, they really fought hard to get back in it, and you know they don't get the two point conversion, and then they stop to to two plays and have a third and fourteen, and, and I think they decided they'd go after the quarterback, and that that kind of backfired a little bit, and the guy scrambled and made, made a great play, but they're close to to you know really uh, putting some pressure on Alabama. Doesn't look like that in the final score, but they were, and I think. He wanted to make sure that, you know, that they didn't just lay a complete egg. They did, you know, they started slow and they finished slow. But they they fought in the middle of the game. And, you know, they, they got to just – you got to keep playing it one play at a time. And I, you know, I'll point to the Mississippi State game the last two years, and those were big victories for the Razorbacks. And – the way you analyze this season, you'd, you'd have to say Mississippi State's one that you you, you want to get. And their talent level is going to be similar. Uh, Mississippi State does some things that are that are unique and hard to stop that will be problematic for this defense. But I think that the way Arkansas runs the ball, that they'll be able to do some things against Mississippi State's defense. And there'll be some matchups as you go forward. And when you look, uh, there's teams that you can beat in the SEC, and if you play your game, they're still they have enough. Um, you know that you know Georgia jumped up and, and popped them pretty good last year, and they they fought back from that. So it's not you know one game or or one bad quarter doesn't make a season. But yeah, you you there is so much about what goes on that is mental that you just try to make sure your team, you know, holds onto the rope and realizes if they do what they can do, they still can have a good season. Visiting with Clay Henry, we're recapping the Arkansas-Alabama game on the Monday edition of the Give Me the Hawks Chuck podcast. I want to switch to the other side of the ball. You kind of alluded to, you know, that they might have an opportunity to move the ball against Mississippi State. I thought KJ was okay against Alabama. I mean, Alabama can make good quarterbacks look okay, 
but it seems like moving forward, you know, when they throw the football, um, they're going to have to be a little bit more effective in that area in the middle of the field. Yeah, I think their precision was just a little bit off. Um, you know, it, it's Alabama's really good in the secondary, and they, they didn't uh, present, uh, you know, a lot of open guys, but they're, they're elite. Um, they, they've had open guys in their first four games that not so much uh, yesterday. And the other part about it is when they did man up and KJ, you know, squirted out of there, there were two times where they just barely tripped him mm-hmm. and barely got him. And uh, those were big time plays because, that's what he's been used to getting is coming out of that pocket when he sees man to man. And there was a play early where he, it was a third and four and he faked a pass to tight end. And I think he probably wanted to run and they got him down with about two inches short of the first down. Well, that's a huge play early in the game. You know, you get that first, first down and, you know, then you can kind of roll into some things. So, uh, they were close on some things, and I give Alabama credit for being just a little bit better. And defensively, they are the real deal. That's one of the best defenses in the country. And, you know, they had a chance to score 30 points in that game, and that's a lot against that defense. I don't think there will be many teams that, that put those kind of numbers up and move move the ball. Uh, I, I think that's probably the kind of things that Sam's – telling them, you know, I thought a bright spot was Keytron Jackson, and, and he's going to continue to get better. Um, you know, I thought, you know, I saw some good things from, from Trey Knox. Now, they used him in protection a little bit more. When you got a guy like, like you know, Will Anderson, you're going to have to, you know, be careful about how you use your tight end because uh, there's not many offensive tackles that can just handle him. But, but I don't think Mississippi State has any defensive ends like that. And, and the other defensive end is is just a hair behind him. They just have that kind of elite defensive talent and that they've got experience. You know, Arkansas kind of caught them at a good time last year. Their cornerbacks were beat up. I think they were full go yesterday as far as their defense. And, and Saban coaches the corners. And, and there really wasn't a lot of room for the outside receivers. I thought the, you know, the Alabama corners were up to Saban standards, especially uh, uh, Kool-Aid McKistry. I, I, I think that guy is, is probably going to be an All-American. I know there's conversation. There will be. There has been. Um, when K.J. left the ball game, when he got knocked out, Cade Fortin came in. Um, Sam Pittman was pretty clear about it after the game. He said, Cade Fortin's been our number two for a while. And that's why he went into the football game. Um, when you've got a guy like Hornsby though, who for whatever reason has captured the imagination of a lot of people, it, it, it seems like, um, the focal point is, is, as it often is, is on the guy that didn't play. And, and, and you just kind of wonder what's going to happen there. Yeah, and I think that uh, Hornsby gives you a lot of things that are dynamic as far as his speed. But it still comes down to when it's third and six, uh, you can't just be a runner. You've got to be able to put it in a tight window or 
and throw the, the deep ball and not throw it into coverage. And I, you know, I haven't seen practices, Chuck, but when, uh, you know, when, when your quarterback coach and head coach pick a quarterback, that's what they're looking for. And it's somebody that can execute the whole package. And, and you know, I, I know that, that Fortin was highly regarded when he came here. They, they weren't just looking for somebody that could run the scout team. You know, they, they thought he was talented and that they, they're going to, you know, they're going to go with him if, if that's, if that's the, and that's not to say that, that Hornsby might get another shot. Um, but it's, uh, Hey, you know, it, it's easy to say, I want this quarterback when you don't watch practice. And uh, I remember there was an awful lot of people that thought Tavares Jackson was the guy and, or somebody else. And, but when you go out there and you watch a practice or a scrimmage, Matt Jones moved the team. And the coaches and the quarterback coach, that they're going to pick that guy. And I know that they have been really pleased, especially in some of the two-minute drills, at what Fortin has done. Again, I haven't seen it. But I, I think that uh, that Kendall Browse has picked quarterbacks before, and he knows what he wants and what he needs. It's going to be a while before they play at home again. You got three road games and an open day. It seems like the next month is really going to test the metal and maybe even determine the worth of the season. Well, I think you're right. Uh, this is the the part that you circled and said, "Hey, this is uh, this is gut check." Um, you know, you look back and you think, "Well, you should have got the Texas A&M game," and I think we knew it as soon as the game was over, and that's that's been the case before. But and this is when the coaches earn their money, and this is when uh, you know when fans that you know th their guts checked a little bit too. <laughs> if we know what we say. <laughs> what an awesome crowd that was yesterday. I sat in the stands and got to see it. Uh, never been around anything like that in my life. Um, 75,000 or whatever the attendance was, and they're all in red. I, I, I didn't have my red on, and I felt out of place. Um, it was uh, like nothing I've ever seen. There's a lot of disappointment in Razorback Nation right now. There was a lot of excitement for this team. Um, but all is not lost. They, they have good players. They have good coaches. And they're disappointed, and they, they expected to win. Um, you know, I'll say this. Alabama's got a chance to win a national championship. We, we may look back on it, and we saw something special happen in the fourth quarter for that Alabama team. Didn't happen for the Razorbacks, and that's, that's the tough part. But that's where we're at. The SEC is uh, is like it every week, and Georgia was tested and had to have a similar fourth quarter. And at Missouri last night, I watched that. And uh, but I see a lot of opportunities for victories. It didn't unlike anything like what I thought. It was every game you have a chance to be competitive. If you don't play your best, you're probably going to lose. If you play your best got a good chance to win with this Arkansas team. Clay, that's a pretty good way to sum it up. 
Clay Henry, thank you. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to. Join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 50. That's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 5-0. Bet online, where the game starts. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. I kind of like what Clay said there at the end. I mean, there are seven regular season games remain. But we are about to find out much more about this team, even more than we already know. They're going to play three road games sandwiched around a bye week over the course of the next month. Where will they be sitting or where will they be standing when Arkansas plays another home game? That answer is to be determined over the next month. What we know is they've got to go to Starkville Saturday, play a good Mississippi State team. Hogs back on the practice field today. We obviously will be back on Wednesday. We want to thank you for listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. We want to thank Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, for bringing it to you. We're going to ask you to like us on Facebook. We're going to ask you to download the Hit That Line podcast network. Not only can you listen to this podcast, but you can listen to all of the podcasts that are on the Hit That Line podcast network. Back Wednesday, looking ahead to the Bulldogs. Till then, thanks for listening. Give me an L. Give me a D. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hug. Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.